A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss our little feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours as well. I'm your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me again are two wonderful guests. 
guests. It's silly to call Ken Napsok a guest. It's been one time he wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> well, because technically this is your show on the Force Center podcast feed. Yeah. Just like I have Spotlight Star Wars, Star Wars Ranked, you have this, Star Wars Counseling. So this is yours. It's your, it's your property. And you allow me to come on. To your property. You've made trespass. it clear. You've, yeah. you've urinated all over it. Yeah, we yeah. know it. Yeah. <laughs> we know how you feel about yeah. it. Uh, so I, can, I still consider myself a guest. Okay. Our professional guest, Ken yes. Napsack. Yes. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming into my podcast yes. uh, that we're recording at your house. Anyway, <laughs> joining us again this week is Matt Belknap. Hello. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Sure. Uh, let's I apologize see. for speaking before spoken to. That was very rude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, it's better. Uh, we all know is, is gentlemen of podcasts for guests <laughs> to jump in. Yeah. There's nothing worse than, and here's my guest. Yeah. Now you talk. Now you talk. <laughs> now you can right, say something. Right. Hi. What, what am I supposed to say? Anyway, we all have plenty to say here on Databank Brawl. Uh, last week, we had a great special episode to celebrate uh, reaching a ratings and reviews goal on iTunes, where we had some major characters fight. There's a big battle of the capes between Lando Calrissian and Orson Krennic, so if you haven't listened to that, for God's sake, stop listening to this episode and go <laughs> listen to that one. Listen to that one. But this one, we are back to our basics. We're back to the deep cut weirdos the <laughs> background characters and we have two deep cut weirdos who are gonna fight their little hearts out today you guys ready for the first combatant i am I just before we go any further i have to say this is the moment that always puts a pit in my stomach where i am praying that i recognize the names of these people <laughs> <laughs> or not people things whatever they, they are i think that you are not going to recognize the first one is my guess okay. i could be i could be totally wrong but uh, they're not featured super prominently okay. in Star Wars Canna. Mm-hmm. Canon. I don't know what Canna is. Star Wars <laughs> Canon. Our first combatant is Aruba the Hut. Whoa. <laughs> uh, as we all know, Aruba the Hut was the, the hut that wrote the song Kokomo for the Beach Boys. <laughs> well, color me ashamed. You do know who Aruba the Hut is. Obviously. <laughs> A lot of people don't realize that that song is actually part of the Star Wars canon. <laughs> it was confusing because they ended up using it in Cocktail, also yeah. part of Star Wars canon. People don't know, but that was actually, they fixed oh. up the cantina. Yeah. yeah. And then hired yeah. Tom Cruise to be the bartender. Using the force when he's doing all the spins, right? Yeah. Well, there's no other way to explain how he could spin those <laughs> bottles like that. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It all makes perfect sense now. <laughs> That's awesome. Here's what the StarWars.com databank says about Aruba the Hut. A ruling member of the Grand Hut Council, Aruba was an ancient hut taken to affectations like his rakish chapeau and expensive wrap. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically Dom DeLuise. <laughs> yes, it is. Aruba's pale skin, a genetic defect that left him bereft of pigment, was prone to cracking, meaning the gangster often pampered himself to keep from unsightly chafing. Aruba would regularly convene with his fellow hut counselors in the halls of the Great Hut Council on Nalhada. <laughs> so, man, this is why I like doing this show because sometimes yeah. the day bake entry is just like, you know, it's Lando Calrissian. He was bad, but <laughs> yeah. then he became good. Lando. And then you go and just learn <laughs> about the skin condition of a minor yeah. hut. Why does that guy get more <laughs> right up than Lando? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> um, Ken, what you got? Well, all right. So uh, there is, a, you know, sometimes in databank brawl, we, we have characters with, with deaths. So there's a registered death for Aruba, uh, but we can always play around with that. Um, he, uh, male hut, height 
zero one meters, hmm. pretty tall. Um, I color blue skin color, the white you mentioned, and you got that picture there. Yeah, I mean, pulled up a picture here. For whenever the Matt's so on, we seem to have a plethora of capes to play with. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah, another cape. Another yeah, cape? That is, that's it. That's definitely a, maybe in the shawl territory, it's but shawl like. Yeah, yeah. shawl adjacent for sure. <laughs> yeah, but this don't little... don't you dare say that to Aruba's face. <laughs> <laughs> His pale cracking <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's veiny. Look, he's got big veins yeah. under his oh, rolls of yeah. fat. Yeah, that's some. Oh, Give yeah. me a little bit of uh, like. Have we seen him in a, in in Rebels? Was he in? Uh, he was in Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone okay. Wars. And uh, dealt, there was an episode with Darth Maul, the Death Watch, Darth Maul's brother Savage, uh, Savage Opress. And, uh, yeah. Um, so later season. Later season stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's this Grand Hut Council yeah. he's in charge of. Ruling member. Yeah, and I think we see him a couple times. And they're really, really yeah. funny to me, this Grand Hut Council. I think at some point they pop up in the really confusing Zero story. Hunt for Zero, which has Quinlan Voss in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at one point they hire a bunch of the, the bounty hunters. Embo's there to protect them. But it, it's great uh, if you haven't seen this episode or, or any of these episodes. Mm-hmm. All of the huts are basically like, whoops, Jabba's a basic hut, <laughs> so we have to put hats and glasses yeah. and just, it's like yeah. you're dressing up, like, it's like you have a normal Barbie doll, and right. then all the others to be different just have to be super weirdos. Yeah, it's like yeah. they finally unlocked the accessory kit for the, <laughs> the hut family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this one's got a little hat, he's got a cake <laughs> shawl, he's got a skin condition. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I actually boy. did see this episode weirdly enough. Like my my Clone Wars history is very um spotty and right. scattered. Like my daughter was watching it straight through and I would dip in and out of it. Okay. But, um but I, I that does ring a bell and I definitely remember the those Death Watch episodes were pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so, yeah those right. are great episodes. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, uh, our co-host, uh, uh, Jennifer Landa, is a huge Hut fan, and I, I don't know that she even has all these Huts memorized by name. Mm-hmm. So this is an opportunity for us all to get to know Aruba. Aruba. Uh, any other Jeremy details Megan. in there in his canon um, Wikipedia tab? No, not a lot, not a lot. Canon and Legends, both pretty short. Uh, TC70, the droid says, Aruba feels the council will be safer with Zero under their protection. That's the only quote. That's the only quote. Okay, I don't know if we've heard, we might have heard him speak, but we get to make up what he sounds like. Yeah, He's ancient. And, and, and usually huts outside of Jabba are pretty offensive with their voices. <laughs> yes. They're, they're not the best. <laughs> they're really not subtle. Nope. Uh, so does anybody manage to scrape the bottom of their soul and find any feelings about Aruba the <laughs> Hut? This isn't a character we spent a lot of time with. Yeah, I, 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 no, I couldn't have uh, named this character in a trivia contest. I'll say that, but I, I'm familiar with it now that you bring it up in the picture. But I'm always fascinated because Jabba, I like Jabba, and I like uh, the hut kind of. Um, I don't know, the culture, the hut culture, if there yeah. is a way to say that, uh, um, if that's what it is. You know, so it makes sense. There's other huts. It wasn't just Jabba, the only hut in the galaxy. Totally like that. And when he showed up in the Phantom Menace, I was like, oh, cool. And then you kind of see Gardula. Uh, I like that idea. And Nima the hut from Force Awakens yeah. era now, everything. But then every time I see the huts, the new huts, the accessory pack that they're at. <laughs> I'm always like, that, mm, not what I thought the huts would be like. And then, you it, know, it Zero kind of, and... 
kind of makes me sad because it, yeah. it almost feels like they're trying to assimilate to other uh, the way other species dress, and yeah. it's like, oh just, yeah, you know, be a true hut. You don't need a cape, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could just be your blobby self. No just, like, let it all hang out. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah, just like go yeah. naked like Jabba. Yes. Yeah, like could you imagine like Jabba with a beret, <laughs> a little scarf? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, horrible. <laughs> a monocle. <laughs> Unless he's part of like a foreign exchange program. Yeah, that's, like, that's okay. Coming back from yeah. you know, some mm-hmm. fancy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I find this whole thing fascinating because uh, Jabba was always like on the end of Star Wars of like cool, scary looking, weird, yeah. vile. Yeah. And then and then we learn a little bit more about the council and like they make a lot of money and they want to pamper themselves. They want to look nice. And to Aruba, right. that means a little chapeau <laughs> yeah. and a nice little purple. You know, it looks, it's a king cape, really. Yeah. It's a little, <laughs> little shawl there. And I just, oh man, uh, I, there's very little to know about this character, but I love the detail that particularly ancient. Right. And I love just a skin condition. Yeah. That's some detail. That, I mean, that that also reeks of, like, classic gangster that's, like, got some sort of a... Or even James Bond villain that's got, right. like, some facial yeah, defect yeah, like that they're yeah. ashamed of Le that fuels their hate. Blood tears. Yeah. But also, it, it, it kind of humanizes, isn't the right word, because he's not human, but it, it right. sort of... Uh, I sympathize uh, yeah. with, with his, uh, his skin condition. It makes <laughs> yeah. me feel bad for him, but I will exploit it in the brawl. <laughs> Don't <laughs> think I won't. Can you, I'm sorry, I, because I'm so unfamiliar with it. Yeah. Can, you, can you just read that one more time? I, I kind of feel like I need a... a I need to get him. Oh, sure. In my yeah, mind. absolutely. Uh, a ruling member of the Grand Hut Council, Aruba was an ancient hut taking to affectations like his rakish chapeau and expensive wrap. Oh, I guess it's a wrap. Okay. Aruba's pale skin, a genetic defect that left him bereft of pigment, was prone to cracking. <laughs> so right. gross. Okay. Meaning the gangster often pampered himself to keep from unsightly chafing. Aruba would regularly convene with his fellow hut counselors in the halls of the Great Hut Council on Nal Hutta. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of chafing. A lot of cover-up. Right. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. And this poor, sad hut is going to go up against ME8D9. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say about this droid. An ancient protocol droid of unknown manufacture, ME8D9, has been a fixture at Maz's castle on Takodana for many years. Mm. Pirates and smugglers often ask Emmy. To serve as a translator for their shady negotiations. The droid has been reprogrammed numerous times, and her original purpose is unclear. Mm. She's known to have served as an assassin, in some whisper that she began her long mechanical life with the Jedi Order. Mm. So this is another one where you get a lot of deep, fun information from the data bank entry. Right. Now, uh, Matt, you, you like Force Awakens. You Love spent it. some time with it. You know, it yeah. you know this? I think so. This I, I, yeah. I believe this is the droid that is based on maybe an early Macquarie drawing of C-3PO. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, C-3PO. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely. Uh, and, it's, and it looks a little bit like the, the, the droid that famously inspired C-3PO from Metropolis, mm-hmm. a, a more feminine, a more overtly feminine and looking uh, protocol droid, I guess. Um, am I right? Is that yeah? yeah. Hundred percent nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And always, it always reminds me of Joan Rivers' character. Yes, Spaceballs. <laughs> yes. <Right. laughs> Which also, yeah. There, there's like a there's a direct line between Metropolis, Joan Rivers, and then this character, and then C three PO. I wish Ralph McQuarrie had actually done some art for Spaceballs. <laughs> She's based on an unused production design from Spaceballs by yeah. Ralph McQuarrie. Uh, yeah. So I always thought she just had a really great, really cool look. 
Yeah, because she's kind of got these yeah. uh, mm-hmm. these almost like wing ears coming out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, super cool to know that she's got such a confusing, mysterious, and interesting backstory. Probably a close cousin to our old friend CBGB. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Oh, probably ran around with CBGB at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At uh, uh, Space Station Fifty Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny, you got anything in the Wikipedia tab? You got uh, stats? Yeah, it's a little bit of stats. Uh, manufacturer is unknown, as he, he said. The programming kind of, you know, she's got some mysterious backgrounds uh, going on there. All right, uh, height one uh, one point seven two meters. Gender is feminine. Programming sensor color yellow. Play, uh, plating color bronzium. Bronzium. Not that we confuse with sunium. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, I think she also. I think maybe that Jedi thing in there that she began her long mechanical life with the Jedi Order. She looks a little bit like Professor Huang, which mm. is the robot that is running the ship back and yeah. forth to Ilum for the younglings to get their crystals. Right, right. So I wonder if there's a little bit of a suggestion that maybe they have some sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. Back in the ancient days. Right. Or right. just came from the same, like, era of manufacturing. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. yeah. And you know what's interesting here? I, uh, reading a little bit behind the scenes, Emmy's backstory was later expanded in a databank article, but also Chuck Wendig's Aftermath Life Debt. Uh, I know I read so many Star Wars books now that yeah. I sometimes the plot details, the little minutia escapes me, but I, I, I don't remember that. I'm going to have to go back and dig, dig through that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I, at the time I was like, oh, wow, that's cool, because I like ME89, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't remember any of the details of that. So any other thoughts, feelings, uh, facts about ME89? I just the feeling is it's, it's I like it I like the history I like when uh, like Matt said they go to Macquarie kind of concepts and jars. One of the things I like about, about Rebels that they do it's kind of fun. So I like a droid with some history and some and some mystery, some history and mystery. <laughs> droid. I remember this. Is, I could be misremembering this a little bit, but when I played through the uh, the Force Awakens Disney Infinity game, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and I think they use her in lieu of Maz in the Takadana sequence of that oh, game really? for some weird reason. Yeah, maybe it's just easier to have that character yeah. be floating around there, but she sort of welcomes you. It's, it's like she has a bigger part than she ever had in the movie. Um, uh, and it's kind of bizarre. Does uh, she speak? I mean, I think, yeah, I think there's a, yeah, I think there's like a little bit, again, my memory of this is kind of, of fuzzy right now, but, mm. uh, but yeah, I feel like she's sort of carrying the, the, the plot load that Maz carries in the movie okay. to some extent. Cause it, it, the way it rolls out is different because you could be playing as different characters. Right, so right, it, it right, doesn't right. quite happen the way it happens in the movie, but the, you know, the, the first order does show up and, you know, blow up the hell, <laughs> blow the hell out of this whole place. <laughs> okay. All that still happens. That and then you end up fighting a bunch of, you know, guys, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I remember thinking it was bizarre that she was so mm. prominent. And when she, you basically just like see maybe one shot yeah. of her in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Do you hear her voice? Like, actually hear it? Do you remember what her voice sounds oh, I'm like? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't. I don't have any memory of that. So okay. I guess not. Although so, maybe it was just. I, don't know, I guess there, there was voice acting in that game, so it wouldn't have been just like text on the screen. But uh, I, I apologize. I don't. No, no problem. We'll make it up. That's what we do here <laughs> on I, I feel like yeah, but now it's going to bug me because I'm. I'm like she must have said something at some point. <laughs> but am I just thinking of Joan Rivers again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's fine. I think both these characters could speak like Joan Rivers, right, yeah. and that would be fine. We don't need to do this, but <laughs> let's fight. Mm-hmm. So. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This, I think, is a fun opportunity. We always kind of start with the where and the when. Mm-hmm. They're both ancient. They and, are. you know, the Star Wars community is crying out for tales of the old republic. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should set this long wow, ago times. Long ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can I can dig that, but what nine hundred years before? What do you want? Yeah, yeah, Yoda's birthday. Yoda's <laughs> birthday. So we're on a mysterious planet that we don't know, or, yeah, or who knows? Well, yeah. I, I did have an idea for a location. Oh yeah, you guys can help me out with like what maybe there is a planet like this. But right. my thought was that um, this hut, this <laughs> this Aruba the hut, <laughs> is maybe looking uh, for a mud planet. 
to uh, <laughs> to maybe take treatment for his cracking skin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is there a mud? Yes. Ba- I mean, I think Dagobah is, yeah. is is very moist, certainly, but they, maybe there's more more of a strictly mud based planet. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a sister planet to Dagobah that we don't know about. Yeah. Like, mm. like Bogdanbah or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we'll Bonnie's make- kind of muddy, isn't it? Uh, is it? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Right? Is it? <laughs> I, I, the planets escape me. The planets escape you. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll make up our own mud planet. Right. I right. like that. What did you call it? Bogdan? Bogdan. Bogdan Bog. Bogdabah. Yeah. Bogdabah. It's, it's like a bog. It's like yeah. a mud bog of yeah. Dagobah. Yeah. yeah I, I like think that. it is great that we can always have a name that uh, I will probably mispronounce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bogdabah. That's great. Uh, now, is this uh, way out there or is it still like in the center of stuff? So Aruba can run his hut business from there. Well, I think it's mid-rim. So okay. he can go out of rim and go inner core, mid-rim planet. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Oh, so you're saying this is where he's dwelling. I was picturing this more as like a vacation, vacation. getaway. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah. Like so he's, he's going he's, for a treatment. Yeah, is exactly. Okay. Much like we would in our world go to Aruba for yeah, vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Aruba's Aruba. <laughs> yes. Well said, yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, nice. He's... Uh, but I think he's he's, he's got to take some people with him in his yeah. very fancy yacht. It's dangerous out there because there's a war raging between the Jedi and the Sith. And he's oh, a gang- yeah. he's a gangster. He always he's a has gangster, that muscle. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's trying to uh, capitalize on the chaos in right. this great Jedi Sith battle, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, is I'm trying to think. Does he have a like a, a like a sail barge that is intergalactic travel mm. hyperspace type of uh, hyperdrive? Yeah, based, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hyperspace yacht, and then it, yeah, it lands <laughs> and it kind of converts a little bit, and maybe like a little mini skiff comes out to celebrate. I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the roof comes down. It's convertible, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he he is just going. He's flying. He's landing on his planet. Uh, he, he's got plenty of guards, different scummy bounty hunters, whatever. Mm-hmm. He does them all to just go chill out. He throws a party on the yacht for everybody else. Yeah. And he is uh, just squelching forward, as huts do, yeah. <laughs> to just take a big dive into the mud. Right. And uh, he's he's stopped suddenly as a uh, a droid, I think, flies up riding like an old swoop bike. Right. Oh, okay. Just comes flying across the mud, just yeah. buzzing across it. Yeah. And it is, of course, ME-89. ME-89. But what does ME-89 say or want? Do you have any ideas, Matt? Oh, boy. Well, I, I think um, maybe she's uh, she's been placed on this planet or in this particular sector to uh, to protect this land, uh, she's sort of like an environmentalist droid. <laughs> she's like, this is protected land. You're not allowed to vacation here. I, I'm I'm sorry to tell you that you've parked in the wrong place. Oh, uh, I like you, that. You need to move along. <laughs> yeah. And I think she I think she's got a nice, good, Love that. like squeaky yeah. droid voice, right? So yeah. She's like, move along. Right. This it's just a very pleasant, uh, you know, uh, business like uh, admonition. Yeah. You 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 may not. Yeah, <laughs> you may not re- reside here, or yes. you may not dump anything, including your body. Yeah, this is in a non mud mu- non mud bath zone. <laughs> non mud bath zone. And now uh, the mud bath is for loading and unloading only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aruba's not going to take kindly to this, uh, right, Ken? Uh, no, not at all. He's going to be like, "Well, what do you got to hear? Uh, you can't tell me what to do." <laughs> this is Boss Hog. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I've come all this way to get in this bath here. Uh, and I think with that, 
My only question, I think Aruba's going to dive into the mud. My only question yeah. is, does he take off his chapeau and his shawl, <laughs> or does he just go in all the way and figure, I'll get those cleaned later? I think he, he takes uh, the shawl off, but the okay. chapeau is on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave your chapeau on. He's a little self-conscious about the, the, the top yeah. of his head. He's yeah. extra cracking. Slightly misshapen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> extra misshapen, <laughs> extra I got cracking. some weird bumps up there. <laughs> he doesn't right. have the nice smooth arc of a usual hot head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he dramatically takes off his shawl and throws right. it to the side. He has uh, some weak way guards there kind of like picking it up, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, folding it gently. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, but Emmy 89 is not going to allow this. No. So I think she swoops up on her swoop bike, lands on uh, the basically kind of diving board that he's floating out on, and tries to physically hold him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not an easy thing to do. Her hands sink into yeah. his pale, oh, ancient yeah. flesh. Sploosh. Skin, skin is cracking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, I, it's, I say, uh, what are you doing now? <laughs> I'm just trying to get that mud back. <laughs> and uh, ME89 says, I already told you, this is an environmentally protected mud zone. You may not go. And I think Aruba strikes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I, would, I would imagine the guards would swoop in with some sort of... Uh, you know, yeah. vibro prods or yeah, something. Okay, yeah, nice. nice. Vibro poke. Yeah. The vibro poke, yeah. yeah. So they vibro poke ME89. Yes. How does she handle it, Ken? Well, uh, she reacts because she, she, she sees them do that, but she doesn't really feel it. This is a very, at the time, uh, advanced droid. So it, it kind of has her own like, protective shield on. So she's like, that is a violation of the Bogdan Ba <laughs> uh, uh, weapons rules. Weapons are not allowed here on this planet. Yeah. However, you have activated my assassin protocol. Yes. <laughs> so she yes. is an environmental droid, but she still has her assassin yeah, protocol. Well, you right. know, it's a rough galaxy. Sit the run around this time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, unlike a lot of droids that who like will have like weapons and stuff mm-hmm. pop out of them, uh, strangely what happens to her is her arms, her forearms, fold over yeah. And basically, she gets giant punching fists. <laughs> they turn into big right. giant punching fists. Right. And she just clocks uh, one of the Weequay. In fact, it's an uppercut. So yeah. the Weequay goes flying, lands in the mud, and she's like, damn, I'll clean that up later. <laughs> exactly the thing I was trying to prevent. How ironic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I think, does the other Weequay attack or does it run away? It runs away. Yeah. Yeah, it runs away. It okay. doesn't want any part of that. Yeah. No. Yeah, now, once you see those punching fists, yeah. <laughs> you, you know. Yeah, Aruba's on his own. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Aruba, uh, big, uh, easily embarrassed, but still a hut, a powerful being. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how does Aruba retaliate? You're going to have to pay for those guards. I can't re- recruit and uh, hire that easily uh, with the Sith killing everyone around. So I'm going to make you pay for that and you're interrupting my bath. All right, so, but no physical action yet. Oh, he's trying to wiggle his way out. Okay, so he's trying he's, to back away. Yeah, he's <laughs> almost stalling because he's in that mud bath. He's, he's half in, half out. He's okay. not a very agile hunt, even back then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's kind of trying to shimmy backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. I see, I see. Uh, so ME89 is not going to take no for an answer, so I think she brings her Cox robot fist back, yep. and she just... Punches Aruba in the side of the head. Oof. His chapeau goes a flying. Oh, now you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will not cotton to any kind of chapeau tapping <laughs> on this here sailboat. 
<laughs> is it myself, Arch? I don't care whose planet this is. Yeah. You have offended me to the deepest of my wrinkles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, and Aruba's got to take a physical action. So I think Aruba, his arms seem to be a little bit longer than Jabba's. Yeah, they are a little taller, right? Yeah. He's more so, upright. Yeah, so I think he grabs one of ME89's arms mm. and tries to make ME89 punch herself <laughs> in the face. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 he says as he tries to make, <laughs> yeah, yeah. make her punch. How does it work out, Ken? Uh, it works out okay. He gets a couple shots in. He actually is able, he knocks off one of those little ear things. Oh, his no. little antenna. Yeah, she eventually will have to get that replaced. But yeah, knocks it off there. But uh, then she's able to kind of. Uh, uh, with her legs kind of kick and push and, and kind of create some distance between her and Aruba. Okay. Yeah. She, so she gets a little bit of space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think she knows she still needs to stop this. So, uh, I think she says like, fine, I will simply send the yacht back off the planet. Right. And she starts heading toward the control room. Right. But Aruba's mad now. Right. And I think that that's given Aruba enough sort of a, a get it, got him past his inertia so he manages to start uh, wiggling after her. Right. To stop her from just sending the ship away. Right. Right. Wiggling. Uh, chasing. Oh, there's a wiggle chase. Yeah. Wiggle chase. <laughs> ME89, just kind of, it's kind of still protocol droid-like. It walks a little stiffly. Right. Yeah, this is like uh, two turtles in a <laughs> slow speed chase. Yes. <laughs> this would be, if you could listen to this, it would be like uh, the Yakety Sax thing would be playing, but like super slowed down, yeah, like in a David yeah. Lynch movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 gonna get you. Uh, and uh, this is Emmy 89's uh, mistake. She's exposed herself to the most dangerous part of a hut. Yeah. The tail. The tail. Oh, no. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So tell me what, what happens. Well, uh, yeah, he just, that tail starts whipping and just, he, it's almost like he's winding up. Ooh, I gotcha. <laughs> and boom, knocks right in the midsection. She goes flying. She goes flying. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I yeah. like this a lot. Uh, now, she has got Trixie Trixie arms. Yes. So the uh, big uh, punching fish she had mm-hmm. reforms and her arm extends. Right. So as she's flying, she grabs a big chunk of Aruba mm. and pulls him with, with right. amazing, surprising strength. Right. And I think they both go flying over the edge of the yacht. Okay. Splash into the mud of the actual <coughs> planet, right okay. down into the depths of Bogdaba. Right, right, right. Bog, yeah, Bogdaba. 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 I, I promised you. Yeah. <laughs> Mispronunciation. Yeah, that's <laughs> part, part of slot. Part and of you get it. Yeah. Bogdaba. Yeah, so they, so they both, both go, go Yeah. Now, okay. now this is this is dangerous for ME89, because I, mm-hmm. I assume that this is where Aruba really comes to life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, is the, uh, this is what he wanted. First of all, he's gotten what he's wanted. Yeah. He's, he's in the mud he's now. He's in the mud. Yeah. And uh, it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> he's a new man, or a new hut. New hut. And, uh, yeah, feeling good. Uh, the best that she can do at this point is try to get out, try to get to the edge. And yeah. uh, so she starts flailing, crawling, you know, maneuvering to just right. get to drier land, which is hard to find because there's nothing but mud. It's a planet <laughs> it's of impossible. Yeah, but yeah. the skiff is hovering Skiff's above. there. Yeah. Her, her swoop uh, bike is still nearby. Yeah. That weak way is drowning over there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she, maybe she gets to her bike. Maybe her bike 
actually even has some sort of a uh, like, distress uh, okay. response system. Like a laser laser blaster emergency back because she works for someone here. In this I, I was thinking right? even more like a, a, a like a magnetic oh, like a, a magnetic hook that almost like three PO and R two. Yeah, that will pull it. her out of bad situations. Perfect. to to restore her I to like that. to the uh, to a, a place of control, but. Damn it! If that hut doesn't grab her by the leg, <laughs> she's getting hold out. Yep. And he's yep. pretty damn strong, and so is that mud. So it's it's a real battle of wills here. So what's going to give first, droid limb or mud or hut limb? That's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. A lot of a lot of uh, links in the chain right now. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff working there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think this is a great place to pause okay. our combat. Yeah. and determine who should win because these are two uh, beans with uh, strong wills. Yeah. And even stronger limbs. Now, who do we want to win? I mean, I want ME 89 to win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I want I, this to be a victory for the environment. Yeah. And, <laughs> a victory for the environment and droids. And for everywhere. droids. Yeah. yeah. Do it for the droids. Do it, do it for, for the, the droids. droids. All right. Let's do it for the droids. <laughs> Let's hear it for my babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling uh, uh, charitable towards Aruba or, or in our narrative, has he offended you? I just I, I can't I can never feel any real affection for a, for a hut. You know? <laughs> they're disgusting and evil and uh, yeah. So uh, even though I, I guess I, I did sympathize with his skin condition and and his his quest to yeah. uh, to <laughs> somehow heal himself. As, yeah, you know has has some. Uh, but you know he could have also gone somewhere else. Uh, you know she wasn't saying leave the planet completely. She was just saying this area yeah. was protected mm-hmm. and he made he chose to be belligerent in yeah. response. Yeah. And so screw him. <laughs> yeah. So we want ME eighty nine. I to want ME eighty nine to win. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel do you feel like Aruba should get some licks in or do you want his hot ass just Kicked to Digba back to Bogdan. Yeah, he's a dandy. This yeah. guy's a hut dandy. Yeah. Okay, so, he let himself go soft <laughs> and cracky. Yeah. I love that. Hot All right. Dandy. Well, then let's enjoy just some horrible, brutal violence that's <laughs> yeah. going to be performed by ME89 on Aruba the Hut. Let's get real imaginative about yeah. making him suffer. Well, one thing I thought is she's probably look. She's she lasted a long time. We know that she's still around. Uh, you know what is it? Thirty, forty years after Battle yeah. of Yavin. So and yeah, this, and this is, is hundreds, hundreds of years, years prior. Yeah. So she didn't get. She didn't make it that long without having a few tricks up her sleeve. One right. of those tricks is having uh, a little thing that just uh, in her uh, in her hand, maybe one of the fingers even, just shoots out uh, hydrochloric acid. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that, I mean, whatever the, whatever the Star Wars galaxy equivalent of yeah. hydrochloric acid is. Yeah. And you know that's going to hurt in those, in those cracks. In those big cracks. cracks. Now right. my skin, it's burning. And I say it's burning. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. I, I think uh, she manages to get back on the swoop bike. Mm-hmm. And I think she just uh, runs it straight at his... His head, and I think she actually just cracks it into his head. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. What does that sound like, Ken? Oh, my, my head is even more bumped, <laughs> ruined, and moved. Ah, oh, bumpy. I think it sounds like if you like ran over a pumpkin. <laughs> oh yeah, just a gross, rotten sound. Right? Yeah. Have you ever seen elephants eat watermelons up close? <laughs> as I have on one occasion. Um, yeah, it's pretty pop. There's a lot of pop. Okay, yeah. okay. And then I think uh, in an utterly, uh, she turns around to get one more crack because ME89, you know, that assassin protocol has been engaged right. and she's angry. She's not being rational. She's right. being pretty cruel now. Eventually, she's just got to get him out of the mud. But right. an amazing thing happens. High above her, she doesn't know this, but high above her on a, a, a cliff overlooking this, 
uh, Jedi and a Sith are battling. Oh, yeah. And the uh, Sith, they're very powerful back then. They get, one of them gets the upper hand, uh, literally, and cuts a Jedi's arm off. Oh, wow. So suddenly, ME-89 is paying no attention, but suddenly her sensors detect something's falling, and a hand and a lightsaber fall in front of her. They're not supposed to go in the mud. No. <laughs> so she catches both of them. Pulls them up. <laughs> she puts the Jedi arm down, yeah. reignites the lightsaber, and now ME-89 is coming out of Ruba with a, a, a lightsaber. Yeah. Love it. Uh, he loses at least one limb. <laughs> oh, it just gone. I'm not convinced that the Aruba we see in the Clone Wars is this Aruba. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a clone? Yeah. This is the end of Aruba. Yeah, yeah, this might be the true end of, of is Aruba. This is Aruba the Elder. Yeah, Aruba the Elder. <laughs> Aruba the Elder. All right, so she just takes one of Aruba's limbs. Right. It goes just, flying off. <laughs> and then she's like, damn, have to catch that too. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be in the planet. <laughs> That's not in there either. Yeah. So she swoops over and catches that. She yeah. rounds back. And now, Ken, does she just finish Aruba off? Uh, yeah, I think she, I think she tries. Yeah, I think, I think this is one limbs down and I think he, he has one final, like, he's like, please, I don't, don't just let me go back to the hut council. I'll leave you alone. I didn't mean to get your, 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 your mud bass. That's my mistake. I, I totally, and I think it's just a swing of a lightsaber. I don't know what happens at that point. Okay. So she, she totally just swings, right? Yeah. Okay. Here's what I think happens, Matt. Uh, and, and tell me, tell me what you think of this. Yeah. I think as he's speaking, you know, his mouth is open. Yep. And I think she just drives the lightsaber through his mouth. <laughs> and basically then her arm is stuck in his head. And yeah. she basically spears him uh-huh. and, and then drags him back up. Yeah. Twist it around a little bit. Maybe just make that a nice real <laughs> clean cut. And yeah. And then just, yeah, uses that to uh, to haul him out of there. And she's uh, she's still on the bike, right? So she's got, oh, yeah. so she's she's got, got one some... hand on the handlebar, the other hand on the lightsaber. And then she just lifts that whole thing up out of the mud. Amazing strength, yeah. Aruba the Hutt's big, gross body yeah. is just barely hanging together. I guess she has to deactivate the lightsaber so that it doesn't just slice through the top of his head. <laughs> but she's still got the handle hooked in there yeah. pretty, pretty good. And, yeah. And so she deposits his husk back on the, uh, back on the skiff there and, uh, and then finally completes the task that she was originally attempting, which is uh, basically setting the autopilot. To send this ship away, yeah, back off the planet, and I, I think the the uh, huts, Rub the huts, inattentive guards, <laughs> come out from their party area, like yeah, what, what, what happened? What's happening? And then she just goes, "Not today, brothers!" And she just shakes the lightsaber <laughs> in the direction, like, "Okay, okay." And so they, I don't know why she would talk like that, but <laughs> she's feeling saucy after this this uh, this uh, victory. It's her assassin protocol, that yeah, kicked right. in where yeah. she she talks once, a lot of smack. Once you're in assassin mode, yeah, you start throwing around slang and yeah, uh, sounding so pretty badass. Like, Not today, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, lo- I love that she uh, she shakes the lightsaber at those dumb, inattentive guards who are paying no attention. Uh, and sets. Maybe she said brother because one of the one of the huts uh, the, the hut has his own droid. Damn it! If it isn't CBGB. <laughs> Back when he was a new droid, her he was CBGB. he was in the employ of Aruba the Hut, <laughs> and that's her brother. And it would make sense that he would eventually fall into the hands of that scoundrel Lando that's Calrissian. Right. <laughs> this is like in a comic book. This would have a little asterisk. Like, see last episode. <laughs> see <right>. last issue. <laughs> Their full canon continuity. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and I think the uh, that. Uh, that space yacht launches back into space, leaving ME-89 in peace on Bogdaba. She's still got a little cleaning up to do. A little cleaning up. So maybe she puts on an apron, <laughs> gets down to business, turns off assassin mode, turns back on cleanup mode. Yeah. She's a versatile droid. And what does she say to herself as she's cleaning to bring us home, Ken? Uh, she says, uh, I... Uh 
I enjoy serving a greater purpose, and I hope to serve the galaxy for years to come. I, I, I like what I do. I like what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she uh, looks at the lightsaber and thinks about the next time she'll be able to use this Jedi weapon. Maybe it's he's like she just installs it into a hidden compartment in her oh, leg yeah. for the next time she gets into a tangle. Yeah, I like that. Just, I like the idea of a droid having a hidden lightsaber that yeah. could pop out at any time. Just lives for the day that somebody else disrespects this <laughs> mud. <laughs> that is our story. A very, very fun one with two big old weirdos. Very weird characters. <laughs> very, weird. very, very small characters. As always, if there are characters that you want to see fight, let us know. Reach out. Use the hashtag databankbrawl so we can find those characters when we're putting them together. Uh, Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Napsock. Don't forget my podcast. Cast and Napsack Files is out there, as well as my show, Daily Thrones on Anchor. And Matt, thank you so much for joining us for sure. these two episodes. Two Super very fun. I always enjoy episodes. it. Uh, where can people find you and all your stuff? I'm at Matt Belknap on Twitter. You can go to nevernotfunny.com to find all of the stuff uh, I'm doing with Jimmy Pardo. Uh, Never Not Funny is a weekly podcast on Earwolf and available everywhere. Uh, our spinoff series uh, is underway now. It's, it's called Playing Games with Jimmy Pardo. You can find that anywhere podcasts are downloaded and uh yeah it's a, a half-hour game show podcast with uh people like scott ackerman and zach alfanakis guesting so check that out hilarious stuff uh my podcast is called obsessed it is on the feral audio network check that out you can check my website josephscrimshaw.com for live show stuff also be sure to support uh force center if you feel the need to support at patreon.com slash force center you can also check out our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash force center you can find me on twitter and instagram is at joseph scrimshaw you you can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.